Hello and uh, welcome to the Nine Hertz podcast. We're going to go through uh, nine of the best songs we've heard this week from Bandcamp and uh, submissions that we've had in through the, the last few weeks. Um, we started with that, which was the excellent uh, Katie from uh, Bristol. Uh, don't know a lot about this band, but wow. I mean, it's amazing, isn't it? I mean, um, you've picked this one, but I mean, it just comes in with so much energy and so much anger. I mean, the whole release is just like a, you know, like a hand grenade, isn't it, really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I picked up on this band from, uh, uh, they were due to play Dreadfest, which we were going to, um, going to be in March. Um and if you remember, you know, it feels such a long time since it really does. You know, it's touch and go whether um, Dreadfest was going to, you know, it's actually going to happen or not. Imagine and that now. It almost it's crazy. Was, <laughs> I know. It was almost like at the time, you know, like just before lockdown, it, like whether Dreadfest was going ahead felt like the barometer of the seriousness of it, you know, in our little world. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then they made the right decision to do it and then straight away lockdown. And then, then you know, you think, you know, like now you think, how was that even a decision? But, you know, that, that's where it was. But anyway, yeah, I kind of, um, you know, as you do, well, as I do, I don't know if everyone does this, but when you go into a festival in particular, uh, go through the bands you've not heard of so that you kind of, you know, know who to look forward to, know who to, uh, who to go see. And this, this was one of the bands I'd never heard of and um, found from there and, you know, was on my list of definites from that. Um, and then they've put this tape out, they put it out, uh, I think they put it out from for the uh, 5th of June, the waiver fee day on yeah. Bandcamp. Um, and it's a it's a tape release. And it was like many of the other bands who put kind of uh, music out that day or, or who um, kind of used their donations that day. Uh, they, you know, this is um, for kind of Black Lives Matters funds. Uh, the tapes, you know, specifically for that. You, you know, you can see it from the artwork. Um, and you know, from this and from all the other acts, you know, whether they're metal or, you know, punk or hardcore, doom, extreme metal, you saw so many people donating to that. And, you know, for what is meant to be a, you know, it was set up by Bandcamp to help bands during lockdown because they're losing out on revenue from gigs and all this. For those bands to say, well, actually, we're going to give that money to, you know, to, to this cause, you know, it was, it was heartening, um, particularly, yeah. you know, particularly from, from, from the you know the metal scene and and such because you know you don't necessarily always associate politics or, or you know or the proper politics you know the good politics with it and yeah yeah I got a I, I was really kind of you know heartened by that and this you know I, this is one of the things I, I kind of saw it that day and loved it instantly you know it's a, it's a really good release and this song you know there's a bit of screamo in it a bit hardcore it reminds me of um, Svalbard a bit as well yeah I got that yeah really Straight good. Away. Yeah, it's um, it's got so much energy and so much anger, and um, I feel like the um, the whole um, release is is almost like they recorded it for this reason. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like it, it seems like it. All these songs seem to be directed at inequality and the disbelief that this kind of thing still happens, and it's amazing. And the fact that yeah, they're giving it all to BLM um, charities or causes or whatever. I mean, on the first uh, Bandcamp Free Day, which I think they did in May, um, I think a few a few bands were giving to like you know food banks or you know women's shelters or you know 
causes that were close to their heart. But this is kind of showing that Bandcamp probably knew what people were going to do, you know, mm. in this situation. And it just so happens that they're doing it again. Um, mm-hmm. I, I imagine you'll see it happen again on the next one, to be honest, because I think they're doing it yeah. on the, uh, I think it's 5th of July or something. Yeah. And um, yeah, it, it's amazing that it's been turned into this almost like a fundraising, worldwide fundraising effort for what is becoming a really pertinent issue for so many more people and people more aware of it and the debate's been raised again. It's great. Um, yeah. Great, great sort of um, gesture and a great sort of release, really. So, I mean, you can we, we played the song uh, Failed Morality, by the way, um, and this is off their uh, tape, which I think is kind of um, selling quite well. So I think if you want to get one, uh, then I'd get in quite quick. Um, you can get this at uh, kdheron.bandcamp.com. That's C-A-D-Y heron.bandcamp.com. Brilliant stuff. Um, so, yeah, we've, again, we've got a selection of amazing stuff. Like we keep saying every week, um, we can't quite believe that this much good music is coming out constantly through what is a very difficult time for bands and what is a very sort of challenging um, atmosphere to sort of record music at all. Um, but some of our favourite bands are releasing really cool stuff. So the band Wren, who we've played many times on the podcast and we've um, reviewed quite a few times, seen them live a few times as well, uh, are releasing, uh, uh, I guess it's like an EP really, called Groundswells. Uh, and this isn't out until um, the end of June really, so uh, maybe a week or two so you can pre-order this. Um, I think the um, the actual sort of release is coming out on uh, Gizza Records, but you can actually get this at disciplesofren.bandcamp.com. Um, I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of this band. I mean, they're, they're so good at what they do, and they've been doing it for quite a few years now. I mean, what did you reckon to this one? Yeah, I, I like this, and I, I actually picked this as well, which, you know, is rare, actually, which is surprising. We, we don't often pick kind of same songs to play. Um, but I really like this. You know, they've built up a reputation over the last few years. Like you said, you know, a really good band to see live. They've put some really good music out. Uh, and they've created that buzz around them, and, and this shows why. I mean, I think I did, you know this is this should propel them even further. They've got like an approach to post metal, you know, and this isn't it isn't my kind of favorite area of, of you know of the music we play, but their approach to it um, to be taken seriously in what is kind of you know crowded scene and not always the most original. You know, it relies on that. You know, relies on them having uh, this, you know, gravitas and a status and a weight to it. And they've got all that, which makes it, you know, makes songs like this so good and so um, makes them stand up above that crowd. And yeah, I, I think this is really good and and will should get more fans. You know, because they've got a base. You know, base in the UK, and, and this, I think this can take them further. Yeah, I mean. Um... <sighs> To me, Ren Ren have always been quite elemental and and quite sort of dark and atmospheric and and they they carry something that a lot of I don't want to call them post metal even because I I feel mm-hmm. like they've got more of a black metal tinge to them. Um, it's it's a definite evil sound that they've got going on. Um, but yeah, this this just blew me away again. Um, and I think I'd like to see them again as soon as I can. Really, it, yeah, it's yeah. kind of um, I mean I think I've referenced it before, but 
they um they opened up like um I think the middle day of Arc Tangent a few years ago and it just started off the day with such a it was sunny outside but in the tent it just felt so cold because they they created such an atmosphere of you know it's quite unpleasant music um, yeah it was a great great sort of move by Arc Tangent to sort of put them on that early yeah just a word on a Gizzer as well I mean they've been around I think as long as nine hertz so you know going on yeah. 16 17 years I guess um, exemplary label. They've always put out like you know the the slightly weird you know hardcore things and um, always intriguing and yeah, I'd like to see them still doing it. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah, and I think they've got a really good balance as well. I mean, Gizé have always put out kind of darker metal bands, you know, like um, a hundred year old man and and sort of bands like that. But they've also got like a softer side, so they put out a lot of ambient stuff like lots of piano mm. lots of um um kind of i think like aiden baker from nadger and um other sort of projects has put out quite a few releases on there whether it's been collaborations with other people or just solo stuff and yeah they this they just seem to have an ear for the eerie and and kind of slightly strange sort of like ambient sound as well as um as well as the heavier darker stuff so definitely a label to look into if, if you like this then um yeah check out gazirecords.com uh, because they've got you know the back catalogue is astonishing a really good stuff so yeah we're going to play um a song off this called crossed out species and again you can get this at disciplesofren.bandcamp.com
Right, so uh, from the sounds of Wren, we're going to go straight to uh, New York for a band called Piran. And um, yeah, this is just like, I, I don't quite know how to describe this because it's, I mean, it's obviously deathy, it's a bit choppy, it's a bit kind of, it's got tech metal elements in there somewhere, isn't it? But where did you come across these ones? I, well, I've kind of been into it for a while. I've got the uh, previous albums, but then this got the, we received this through kind of usual PR channels, you know, and submitted um, a couple of months ago at least, actually. So I listened to it back then. We knew we couldn't play anything for you know until now. Uh, I was blown away by it back then. You know, I've listened to it loads. It's it, it's an amazing album. Um, it, it is. It's you know, it's probably a core of death metal and maybe grindcore. But then on top of that. I started to write a review. I, I kind of uh, gave up on it because I just got so lost with it all. Um, and I kind of, you know, I've got the start of it and it just says sort of like death metal as if played by like Ken Mode, you know, like where it's just really uh, like the noise rock mentality, but to, you know, real off kilter grind. And um, it's kind of chaotic, yet, it, yet elements of, con- you know, real precision and control. It's, um, it's just all over the place, but really, you know, tie. I, I don't know. I, I love it. It's, it's and this the whole album's like this as well. I should say it's you know just pick this song. This is one of the pre-release songs. It's it's released uh, a week today. On well, a week from the release of this podcast. So yeah, love it. I think this. I think everyone will love this whole album. I think this will be you know in in the um, end of year chart. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's got a groove to it as well. Like it sort of goes chaotic for a little bit. And then it'll bring it back into this like locked in, brilliant groove, and the vocals are just, yeah, out of this world really. So, yeah, I don't think there's much we can say. I think people need to kind of experience this and sort of let it wash over them and see what they make of it really. So the album's called Abscess Time, uh, and you can get it at pyranband.bandcamp.com. Uh, we're gonna play a song called Another Day in Paradise. The world is a business. It has been since man crawled out of the slime. That is the natural order of things today. And you have meddled with the primal forces of nature. And you will atone.
have chosen you to preach this evangel. So from something incredibly complex and heavy to something a bit more dreamy, a bit more um, out there in the ether. So uh, Trepanation Digital uh, is the sort of digital uh, side of Trepanation Recordings who uh, have put out countless bands this year and Trepanation Digital seems to be just churning out these it's either very very sort of harsh uh, kind of noise releases or um, kind of ambient things but this is an interesting one this is kind of um, a little bit uh, unusual for for a sort of solo project um, in that it's quite um, I don't know it's, it's kind of 80s influence to me I mean the, the guy uh, has kind of referenced Have a Nice Life and, and bands like that and maybe Tim Hecker the sort of ambient sort of noise artist um, as influences but to me this sounds like something from like the darker goth wave of the 80s you know like yeah. it could be a, a darker New Order B-side or it could be yeah. you know um, you know something you might find on a Sisters of Mercy album or something it's, it's great yeah. really I, I kind of yeah when I, I, I kind of occasionally jot notes down and, and what I wrote for this was like um Donnie Darko soundtrack within a, like a you know like, with like <laughs> yeah. a blackened shroud on it or something like I don't know it it, it is a heavier you know um, beast than you know the eighties part but it's I, I agree and we've obviously come at, you know come to the same conclusion yeah slightly industrial maybe like little mm. bits of it but maybe yeah it it sounds quite um, it's all like recorded through a filter it seems it it, it feels like it's um, a little bit out there and I can imagine this doing well on cassette um, you know just like the, the hiss of the tape would would add a lot to this one um, it simple as that really I mean it's it's a sort of five track release uh, called uh, Doves Shall Fly um, should point out that it's not the band that um, Torch went on to become because uh, I think they, they were called Dove before they um, changed up and became Torch but um yeah, I mean, if, if you're into any of the bands we just mentioned, then this is going to be a bit of a treat, really. We're going to play the second track off this. It's called More Weight.
So now we're, uh, we're going to talk about a band called Dearth. Um, we found these on Sentient Rune Labs, and yeah, it's just brilliant, isn't it? I mean, you've you've picked this one, Pete, but I mean, I think if I'd heard this first, I would have picked it as well because it's just great. I mean, to me, it's got a bit of grindcore in there, but it's it's kind of sold to us as kind of black metal, death metal. So we're playing a lot of yeah, this kind yeah. of music, but with good reason, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't get the grind, but it is a this whirlwind of you know of extreme sound. So you know, I can appreciate that there's elements of it which you know it, it, it kind of goes on this on a journey of different uh, you know parts. There's something about um, you know the the mixture of like death and black. There's there's only kind of a certain uh, number of bands who can do this really well. I've not heard Dirth before, but this instantly within that. I think mm-hmm. half of them end up on Sentient Ruin um, because, yeah. you know, they've just got that good an ear for it, you know. And, um, you know, the, the vocals are kind of completely, like, venomous, evil sounding. The whole thing is, I, I just find glorious. I love it. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've described themselves as um, exploring incomprehensible thresholds of disgust and abjection. So... I mean, we get this kind of description a lot, but it seems kind of fitting this time, really. Um, mm. I mean, I heard kind of, you know, the ghosts of old grind bands just under there. So like um, uh, Brutal Truth and, and bands like that, just really choppy kind of stuff going on underneath. And that, that kind of, um, that influence seems to be there for a lot of these bands. But yeah, this this kind of, weaves that kind of mystical like psychedelic thing again doesn't it i mean that we're seeing yeah. that trend more and more they mention uh, a, a couple of bands they mentioned in the in the pr you know um blurb is uh, like despel amiga and dead congregation and you know like somewhere between those two that's you know i kind of i can see it, you know that fits me in where i've kind of placed it dead congregation i've been listening to them all week so I, I don't know why i've just kind of I've heard them before, but I've been on a, a bit of a binge with them. So, yeah, this fits in nicely with my mood right now. Yeah, brilliant. I mean, um, it, it's it's um, definitely kind of weaving its own path, this one. It's, it's really good. But again, like you say, everything on Sentient Ruin seems to do this. It seems to be um, one of the best labels for this kind of, if you want something truly evil and twisted sounding, then it's it's kind of where you go, isn't it, really? Mm-hmm. brilliant stuff so yeah this is off an album called to crown all befoulement by a band called dearth um you can get this at sentientruin.bandcamp.com i'm going to play the song death zone in polluted soil
So Relapse Records, uh, one of my favorite record companies of all all time. You know, just the the stuff that they brought to the world and the, their innovation and their kind of like their ear for something original and and something amazing. And they keep putting out. I mean, obviously they're known just for being almost like a super label for this kind of stuff and nothing they put out is kind of um you know the quality control is just amazing so this this was a bit of a surprise for me i mean this, this came up on Bandcamp as something to listen to i was like oh that's, that was interesting a band called living gate um death metal um listened to it. it sounded like cephalic carnage like the techie side of death metal but not too cheesy um really organic sounding stuff the production's incredible um, a look who's in the band and it's members of Yob, Uyghur Dude and Oathbreaker and Armin Ra. Um, apparently they, they all toured together and thought, right, we all love this kind of death metal, let's do a band and just sort of chuck this out. So, it, pff, amazing. I mean, I, I'm sure you feel the same about this one, Pete. Yeah, I came across it probably, you know, pretty similar way in that um, it's a new relapse record. It's it relapse records record that's come out. So even yeah. though I not heard the name, I thought, well, you know, it's it's going to be worth a go. Um, and then you see the kind of pedigree in in, in, yeah. the, in the people in it, and you think, you know, these are people who don't play death metal. You always want to kind of, you know, you know, it's going to be like usurpers into, you know, thinking they can play a different type of music. And then you listen, and it's it's amazing. It, yeah, it's, I absolutely loved it. And um, you know, you can tell these are kind of um, people who play such great music. You know, the, those four bands, you know, like some of the most innovative bands around, you know, within different, you know, scenes as well, you've got like Doom of Yob and, the, you know, the black metal of Weaver Do, the hardcore, the post metal. Um, and then, and now they can add this, you know, they can, they can just put their hand to death metal and put out a stunning death metal record, which, you know, there's no point getting jealous, but it's just kind of just glad that this, you know, you get the chance to hear this. Um, yeah. I, I think it, there are elements of I, I could, you can hear the similarities to Weeger Dude in that. I think you yeah, know, yeah, just something that in the kind of Cato guitar and the you know, but brilliant. Just every song is amazing. It's only five tracks long, um, but that just keeps it tight and no filler at all. Yeah, I, I feel like. Um... You can kind if you really listen, you can probably hear all four of those bands yeah. under there somewhere. But yeah, it's, it just sounds like they're having fun as well, like um, in the best way. And they, they said, you know, it's it's like unedited. It's just breakneck riffs. It's just good. Um, but they've managed to make it sound like that weird um, kind of balance between polished and not at the same time. So it doesn't sound like they say, sterile, it sounds full, but it's got that dirty kind of uh, death metal sound that you you sort of, yeah, it reminds me of um, like early 2000s relapse stuff, so it feels like their influence is just coming out to, to have fun, really. So, yeah, really good stuff. Um, you can get this at livinggate.bandcamp.com uh, You can order the, um, the album on vinyl, they've got t-shirts and everything, so um, go and investigate. We're going to play the song Heaven Ablaze, um, and the album's out not not too sort of distant future. Uh, in fact, it was out this week, so yeah, go and grab it now. <laughs>
So on the um, Nine Hertz podcast, we're very sort of keen on sort of championing bands that are, you know, either starting out or kind of um, a sort of uh, on their first release or, or sort of on a label that's just doing interesting things. Um, we got a really interesting email from a band called Non Serviam from Paris. Uh, they're an anonymous, apparently, um, sort of DIY outfit, and to me, this is this is some of the most original stuff I've heard in a while. So it's it's quite ambient, it's quite noisy, it's quite sort of out there. There's there's a band under there somewhere. There's there's like there's bits where it sounds a bit grindy. There's but there's bits where it sounds a bit doomish. Um, but a lot of this is kind of like a big kind of mu- like a bit of a digital mural of like samples and distortion and and sort of noise and um really fascinating so this band are actually looking for a label at the moment i can't believe this isn't already out um frankly so um we both we both sort of engaged with these guys on via email i think didn't we Pete? because we were i think we we're both quite keen on this one yeah yeah it, it is you know from everything about it you know just immediately kind of drawn to it and it is a strange release. The whole, you know, the whole album, um, as you say, it, it, these long songs which uh, go all over the place. It's like bits of trip hop in there, and, yeah. and uh, you know, real kind of pure electronica. And um, but then, you know, and this this song isn't isn't one of the heavier ones either. And you know, it's there's, but there are tracks which have you know more of a you know not the body, but that like the body kind of uh, sensibility to it and. Uh, it, the whole thing's got this, you know, a, like a fizzing French punk attitude to it, and mm. it just makes it, you know, fascinating. And you know, you can get buried in it. You really lose yourself in it. And you've got, you know, for a band who, uh, you know, I've not heard before, and for a band who, you know, is obviously searching for uh, for a record label, this is an incredible um, starting position. You know, like to to be able to be here. Yeah. Um, you know, without having that kind of that background and that backing, uh, incredible way to you know to think the way they could go. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think the thing you have to kind of understand as well, like we've obviously been sent the press kit and it, it's ready made. I mean, <laughs> it sounds perfect. It's got amazing artwork. It's got kind of like this, um, I don't know, like a bejeweled skeleton for the for the main sort of piece of artwork. But the the inside. Um, it's got all the lyrics and it's incredibly well done for something which claims to be, you know, um, a DIY and anonymous and, and whatever. It's just um, very impressive as a, as a sort of entity. So, I, I mean, I don't, obviously there's not much we can say about the band because, you know, they're, they're quite sort of secretive and, um, you know, they've, they've come up with this body of work already. So um, if, if you are interested in, in sort of getting in touch um we'll put a link up to their website and and to sort of stuff they've done already i think they do have some stuff on bandcamp already but um i think this stuff's a little bit more developed and a bit more kind of um an artistic vision realized a bit more so yeah if if any labels are listening and and sort of fancy releasing this then um yeah i'd, I'd get in touch straight away so uh so yeah we're going to play the song Je contra
Uh, we're going to go um, to sort of a, a label that we've played quite a bit recently called uh, Ritual Productions, and they've put out you know a great list of bands: uh, Gold Bong, uh, Ramses, Eleven Paranoias, things like that. Um, this band are called Basalt from Brazil, um, and yeah, it's just it sounds pissed off and it sounds a little bit crusty in parts but it's got this kind of atmosphere about it I think and it just kind of caught my ear a little bit so I don't know what you made of this one Pete yeah I, I like this they've we've played them before Mike I'm not sure if you remember have we um, right okay yeah the last, I, I looked it up it was a it was one of the first new release pockets I picked a song so you picked this one um, and it you know which is a good sign we've both uh, you know found this band and, and wanted to play them um, from each of their releases so it was the 33rd podcast. This is 50, wow. exactly 50 podcasts ago. Right, um, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see him again. Then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's really good. You know, it's in, it's fitting for, um, for ritual productions who do that kind of heavy doom with, a, you know, a bit of a psyche edge to it. Uh, and I, I've listened, you know, listened to it and enjoyed it the first time. And then the more I've listened to it, I, I get a bit more of enjoy. You know, I've, yeah. I've only like grown in for my respect for this song and it's, it's got this kind of mournful melody to it buried buried underneath um which makes it a bit more intriguing and yeah really good yeah i think the use of dynamics on this track in particular like um kind of show you what this band are capable of as well really really interesting stuff and they say it's like um it's kind of like about mistrust and um an undying defiant spirit. So there's definitely like a punk influence in there, isn't there? Mm. Um, yeah. Which is unusual for, for this kind of label because I feel like a lot of this label's stuff is, is very sort of psychedelic or, you know, quite um, like slow and, and drawn out, whereas this is quite pacey and it's got that kind of energy to it and that anger to it. So, yeah, I really thought yeah. this was quite interesting. Um yeah. Yeah, so the album's called Silencio Como uh, Respiratio, uh, and we're going to play the song Circumspice. You can get this at ritualproductions.bandcamp.com.
sometimes we're all about mystery on the Nine Hitters podcast, and I think this next one is uh, this this one we're going to close with. It's it's quite a lengthy um, sort of piece, but I I've very rarely seen um, as little information as this guy gives about his music. So um, Pete, you've picked this band called Night Goat, which is um, uh, a guy called uh, Nilly uh, and a guy called Billy. Um, and there's vocals and drum programming and bass uh, listed as what they play, and that's it. <laughs> that's all the information we've got. They seem to have done quite a few demos and things like that. So, how did you come across this one? Was it just one of those ones that appeared, or uh, yeah, I stumbled dead, you know, stumbled upon. You know, I, I stumbled upon it. I can't remember quite how. Um, a little while ago, they put out. You know, as you say, there's a lot of demos, but. They're largely or or completely, I can't remember now, um, one track songs, and they're just releasing them and they're putting out a very basic cover um, with a you know uh, suitably black metal style logo on it. Um, I, probably I saw the word, you know, the name Night Go and the logo and thought, yeah, I'm gonna like this band, <laughs> and and I do. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, and they've got a song called Goat Vegan. Um, Brilliant. So yeah, I was happy with that as well. So yeah, uh, but I went with this one instead. It came out, um, most of this, I should say, is, it seems to have come out during lockdown. So I'm presumed, working on the presumption that these are all, you know, lockdown songs. Yeah. Um, Bandcamp says they're from Brazil, uh, which is as much as we know, and for all we know, that's not true. But actually <laughs> makes it two Brazilian bands in a row as well, which, yeah. you know, pretty amazing. probably a first. <laughs> yeah, um, on the podcast. And this song in particular, I just loved it. It was, you know, I loved it at the time. It felt you kind of can write off as a bit silly almost, uh, you know, with the, you know, like it's, it's kind of programmed and, uh, you know, odd sound to it. And it's completely repetitive over and over. It's like over 10 minutes long. Um, but, you know, as often we do, that's, you know, that's used as a, you know, as part of his arsenal. And, um, and you know, the basic setup is presumably lockdown necessitated. So therefore, you know, it's again, you know, if we said it on your podcast, it's a sound of its time and then create this metronome dull thudding sound, yeah. with, you know, with such minimal like, uh, you know, availability to instruments and recording uh, and then these like ghostly horse vocals. Mm. It just it just sounds amazing. I, I listened to it, enjoyed it and didn't pick it a few weeks ago for a podcast. But what I found is I've come back to it again, and again. Just every now and again, I'll stick this on and go, "Yeah, this this is this is fun." And, and even even at ten minutes long, it's I, I kind of you know I thought, right, I've got to get it on. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was just really interesting, and you know, like you say, it's it's repetitive, but that kind of works in its favour. It's quite mm. um, hypnotic, and it sounds unfinished. It sounds rough. It sounds brilliant. So. Yeah, I, I love the aesthetic and, and the way this has been produced. So, yeah, I think it's a good idea to kind of just um, turn off your brain and just listen to this one, really. Um, brilliant stuff. I mean, the song's um, literally just called uh, Black Sheep of the Family. So um, you can find this at night-goat.bandcamp.com. Um, and I think it's um, I think it's a dollar if you actually buy the track. You can buy the album for $7, but... The actual track itself is only about a dollar, so yeah, pick it up. No, no excuses really. Um, but yeah, we're going to finish it with this. So uh, thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week.